so happy that you're here with us today. Now it's time to get started, so please stand and get ready to worship with us. And thank you for joining us here at New Vine. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to New Vine Community Church. We're very happy to have each and every one of you here with us today, and welcome to those who are watching online today as well. All right, I'd like to invite everybody to stand. We'll have a word of prayer and then get started with the worship. Lord, we thank you today for just bringing us all to here together safely. Uh, we thank you for everything you've done in our lives throughout the week and everything we know you'll continue to do. We just ask that you come be in our midst today as we worship you. In your name we pray. Amen.
right, everybody take a second, turn around and say hello to somebody. you're here. If you're new here, go ahead and pick up one of these forms from the seat back in front of you, fill it out, and drop it in the offering bag as it goes through. New Vine Youth returns September 10th, right after church. We will have lunch and hang out and have some fun. Students grades 6th through 12th are welcome. Vine Pig Roast is September 17th at 11 a.m. Bring a covered dish and a dessert. Invite a friend to come, we will provide the pig. See you there. If you need any more information, go to our website or pick up a bulletin. Thanks for being here and enjoy the service. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up. So, Wow. How's everyone? Good? I told Liz, I said, I'm going to title my sermon today, Ed and Martha. That's my uncle and aunt that I'm responsible for. So my uncle fell Wednesday night, so I spend Wednesday night at the hospital. That was, you know, and it was nice, whatever. They were nice and stuff like that, so he was admitted. And then, so I always, I always, I, I do stuff all day, so I study at night. I mean, I study, do my stuff in the morning, and then I do church junk, and then I, uh, church junk, notice that. And then I study every evening until about 10 o'clock. And then I go in at, at, at 10, Liz hands me the controller, and, and we watch Hogan's Heroes, which she hates. But anyway. So Thursday night, I thought, well, I spent uh, Wednesday night at the hospital. I just sat down and relaxed, and all of a sudden, I get a phone call. My aunt fell. So then she's in the hospital. So I know the doctors really well, and they, they said, what are you doing here? So uh, so I'm, I'm told Liz I'm going to call my sermon today, Ed and Martha. <laughs> but I'm not. But anyway, anyway uh, just pray for them. And uh, they don't have any children, so it's me. And, and uh, so uh, I've been taking care of them for a couple years now, right? Two and a half years. Like when they first did that, we went on vacation and Mark went to take care of them. And he, and he, this is what he said. He thought they'd both be dead before we got home. <laughs> so they, but they, they, they're still here. So just, just pray for them, you know, as they, as they walk through stuff. And, and I, you know, and they're, they're sweet. And, uh, when I was in the eighth grade, uh, between eighth and ninth grade year, my, my, my aunt Martha, a lady named Pat Hooks, my grandmother, my other aunt named Sally Murphy, they all went to California on a, on a road trip for two months. And I went as the flat tire changer. Me and a bunch of old ladies. They were probably 38 years old. 
But when you're, when you're, you know, that's, but anyway, they're sweet. Just to keep them in prayer. So let's say a prayer and we'll take up the offering. So Lord, I pray for my aunt. I ask you to be with them, Lord, as they walk through this phase of their life. And, uh, God, I know other things are going on too. And we ask you just to bless those things. I ask you to bless the offering today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my sermon isn't called Ed and Martha, but uh, it could be. We're going to start a series uh, today just for a few weeks, and then uh, then maybe in October we're going to start another series called uh, If Jesus Was Serious. But this one is called Better Together, and uh, because that's how life is, we're better together. So... Um, so if this kind of comes out crazy, you'll understand. <laughs> you know, I kept thinking, well, this or that. Um, so let's say a prayer, and then we'll just ask the Holy Spirit to come. So Holy Spirit, we ask you just to come. Come in, in our midst. Let your mercy come and let your grace come. Let your healing come. Open our hearts, Lord, that we would receive your word. But not just to be hearers, Lord, that we'd leave this place and put into action that we'd love people, that we'd welcome people that we would just demonstrate your love to people. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. One other thing, Thursday night is our big outreach, probably our biggest one at Anthony Wayne. And uh, I don't know what time it says to be there, 5 o'clock maybe? Uh, so uh, if you want to come and help serve these kids, they have, a, they have a math night inside the building, which I don't go in because I don't like math. And then if they're done with math, then they come outside and there's like a couple hundred people. So we have games and, and prizes and, and cookouts and stuff like that. So 
you're welcome to come help. It's, it's a fun thing to do. And in between services, I need a couple of people to help me load uh, our giant games. We have like Noah's Ark, where you knock the animals off the ark. We have Jonah and the whale. We have Goliath and of Gath. Not of Gath, but anyway, but Franklin, Goliath of Franklin. And then uh, what else we got? Baseball, football, all kinds of things. All right? Okay? All right. So it's going to be good. And thank you last week for helping at the pool party. You'll see part of it on, on the thing. We are Americans, right? Come on, we're Americans, right? Real, real. Who was the guy who used to be on WW talking about real Americans, right? So, so this is the deal. This is a, this is a part of our heritage. The Declaration of Independence. You know, we know that we, you know, uh, we, we live by these things. We exist by that and by the Constitution and all those kinds of things. And, and, uh, and and it's and it's in our DNA as Americans, you know, being independent. You know, we we want to be independent, and and we actually think, and this isn't tr- true. We actually think that independence means happiness, and I'm talking about personal independence. A lot of people, you know, they want to be financially independent, relationally independent, all these different kinds of things, and we think that our independence will make us happy, but. Look at our society. There's not a lot of happy people. It's so messed up. Uh, there's so many things going on that are just crazy. And, and and this is the deal. Happiness doesn't come from being independent, isolated, living with your all your barriers up and all the masks and keeping people uh, at arm's distance. That isn't that isn't happiness. Okay, it's totally the opposite of the Bible. A lot of times. We have to relearn things as Christians in the United States of America. Uh, in other countries, some people don't have this trouble because they don't have the, the stuff that we have, okay? And we have a lot of stuff. But happiness doesn't come from just being independent. This is, I think, where real happiness comes from. Happiness comes from being, from in, interdependence, from community. We're happier when we're together. We are better when we're together. We, we don't, you know, last week was the Wildcat Sunday. You don't win on your own. You, you need other people in your life if you're going to make it in, in life, okay? Uh, and all the way through the Bible, it talks about that. And so, so we as followers of Jesus need to be interconnected because we are a family, okay? Go like this. We're a family. Okay, good deal. Paul said this in Romans. He said, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. And so this is the theme, what we're going to talk about for the next few weeks, is that we're way better together. We need each other. We need to be together, okay? And so if we're going to be better together, there's certain things that we do need, and I'm just going to blow through them real quick, okay? The first thing we need is we need, I need others, or we need others to walk with us, okay? We need, we need to be on this journey together. In the Bible, it, it uses the term walk, and it means your life. Your, your spiritual life, your, your life is your walk. And that's just an expression they use in the scripture. Uh, in first John, it says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son purifies all sin. So the deal is, is if we walk together, we're going to be in relationship because we're supposed to do this together. We're not designed to do this alone. Okay. I mean, from the very beginning, God said that. And so it, life is a journey and, uh, we're on this journey together, and and God never intended for you to do it by yourself. Okay, now that kind of goes against us. It goes against me because I like to do things by myself. 
I, I will try to do everything by myself, and then I get in trouble. Right? Liz hollers at me. Uh, why don't you let this other person help you do this or that? And, and so I fight this one all the time. Uh, but we, we need that, okay? And I'm not talking about whether you're married or single or any of those kinds of things. I'm not talking about that at all. It's about they were supposed to be in relationship with each other as, as fathers of Jesus, okay? And, and that's just the deal. I grew up in a tradition where, you know, uh, I don't think they said sister. They say brother a lot, right? But, you know, I don't know if they ever said sister. Some people grew up in churches, they refer to each other as brother and sister and all that. And, and which is actually true, but, but we don't use Christianese here, okay? That's what I call it, Christianese. You, you guys know what Christianese is? John Wimber, when he first went to church, John Wimber's the guy who started the vineyard. He first went to church, and the guy grabbed me and says, Have you been washed in the blood, brother? Now, I know that what that means, that growing up as a Baptist kid. John had never been to church. And they said, Have you ever been washed in the blood, brother? And he goes, Ooh, you know, when do you do that, right? And so, uh, so we don't use that, okay? God intends for us to walk through, the, through life together, okay? And, and there's some reasons. First of all, it's safer. Um, you, know, we, you know, life is scary. There are all kinds of surprises. Uh, I don't know if you've ever done this before. Ever walk through a graveyard at night? No? Anybody want to go tonight? Uh, you know, if you've ever been in a graveyard by yourself at night, this is one of the things that's good. <laughs> right? You whistle, you sing, you talk out loud, and, and all those kinds of things, because you don't know what's going to happen, and you don't know if someone's going to jump out. Life is like that. Things are going to jump out. Okay, and, and uh, we don't we don't do the scare thing in our house. Liz would just punch me in the face if I did that, you know. And and so the kids, we never did the hide and, and jump out and scare people because that would not go with over with my lovely wife, right? Of fifty two years tomorrow, fifty two years tomorrow, isn't that crazy? <laughs> hey, you know what the miracle of life is? It, we're not even that old. I've been 18 for 54 years, so it's, it's pretty cool. But life is scary. And so we need to walk together because it's safer. The second thing on that is it's supportive. Okay, we we need each other. Uh, we need support. We need someone to, to be with us. I, I, I found this online. I thought it was pretty cool. Zambian proverb. When you run along, you run, you run fast. But when you run together, you run far. Is that cool? And, and, and I just think that's important. And, and I, I love track and field. And so go, go and I watched the, the world, whatever the world games were, whatever this last week it was, it was track and field all the way the week. Okay. A girl from Ashland, Ohio won the pole vault. She pole vaulted 16-4. That is awesome. When I was in high school, the state in high school, the, the winning pole vault was 15-1. I went 13 in high school. She went 16. That's awesome. Okay. But I, the Ethiopia, when we go to Ethiopia, you, you see people run. Like uh, the first time we went, uh, we went to this uh, edge of this cliff and uh, the, Mark's going to go down. The, this kid walked out of the village and walked into town, became a Christian, went back and started a church. And you have to walk down this thing like a Grand Canyon. So we're there. It's our first trip just to check it out. And uh, I'm going to go down and Mark goes, Dad, you can't go down because we can't carry you out of there. <laughs> so I said, thank you. Okay, and that was a long time <laughs> Well, my knee was hurting a little bit, but I'm, you know, I'm not real smart. But anyway, they made me sit on the hill. And, and, uh, so Mark told him that my dad, that his dad was too old 
to come down into this thing. And so all of a sudden I'm sitting there and, and all these old ladies are just running up the hill and they're, you know, and, and all that. And they're looking at me like, you know, you're 20 years younger than me. And, uh, so we get to the top of the hill and we get in a Land Rover and we're going to go to another village to preach and stuff like that. But that village wanted to go join the other village. And so Woody said, they will beat us there. So we get in a Land Rover and we're going there. We get to the other village. That village is already there. They ran. And so you just see them running, running everywhere. This is the deal. It's, it's safer, uh, and to be together and, and it's, and it's, uh, supportive. Um, I watched this race. It, it was the 10,000 meters and, uh, the Ethiopians actually won it. Uh, they run as a team. One of them will lead for a while and, and then they'll back off and the other one will stop and, and lead. For, and, and so they, they have this whole big thing going on that they're, they're supportive of each other. And, and that's one of the reasons that they, that they win. And, and so if we're going to make it through life, we have to, we have to be supportive of each other. Okay. Didn't mean to talk too much about that, but it's pretty cool. Um, it's also smarter. Okay. If, if you walk together. Okay. In Genesis, when God first made people, he says, it's not good for man to be alone. He'll make a helper for him. Uh, Hebrews says, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Let us encourage one another and all the more as you say, the de- see the day approaching. One of the major reasons of getting together as Christians is not to hear a sermon. Okay? And, and what I'm doing right now, they probably didn't even do in the early church. Okay? They, they met in homes and, and a guy probably taught. Okay? But one of the major things was encouragement. That they encouraged each other. That people go through stuff and, and somebody was there for them. Because it's important. Because life is scary and hard and we need to be supportive. And, and the Bible says there, you know, let's, let's do it. And so in first, first Peter, it says, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. So I don't know if they grumbled back then or not, but, but we're supposed to be hospitable, hospitable to be each other and, and care for each other. So, so I need others and you need others to, to walk with us. Okay. I need others to work with me. Um, in, in Ephesians, it says, well, in two, eight, nine, it says, you're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any mention of boast. And then it goes to verse 10, for we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works what God prepared in advance for us to do. God has stuff for us to do. You're not on the earth by accident. Okay? All of us have something to do. And all of us can contribute. And all of us can minister. And so we need to do it together. And, and uh, we need to, to work together. Okay? Um, I can do a bunch of stuff on my own. But when we do things as a team and together, we can do way more. Okay, you can accomplish some things on your own, but as, as a team you can accomplish and you can make a big difference in the world. Ecclesiastes says two are better than one because they have good return for their work. I don't know if you've ever seen this or not. This is a cool picture. It's an Amish barn building thing, right? Barn raising. Uh, to me it reminds me of a bunch of ants. You know, <laughs> But everybody has a job and, and everybody's doing that. You know, and they go there and they... They do it in a day, and uh, and the, and they put it up in in a day, and, and so uh, they they do it together, and uh, which which is just pretty cool. Um, it, it's a smarter thing to do, right? Um, bring up my next slide, Pat. Community is, is this: it's God's answer to fatigue, because when you try to do things all by yourself, you're just going to get burnt out. And you know, and it says, when we have opportunity, let's do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of God. Our lifestyle should be to love other people and, and to do good and, and, 
and, and encourage each other. So we need people to, to, to walk with us. We need people to work with us. Um, this is the important one. We need people to watch out for us. Okay? I don't mean watch out for us, to watch out with our back, right? Uh, I need people to defend me, protect me, uh, stand up for me, um, help me stay on track, warn me, watch out for me. Philippians says this, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And then Hebrews says, keep on loving each other as brothers. We need, we need to, to have each other's back. We, we need to care for each other. You know, uh, I think I told you this story a bunch of times. When we first started the church, one of the deals in our church is everyone is welcome at our church. Period. That's not just a, a cliche or sign. We really mean that. Okay? We really mean it. And I remember when we first started the church, um, one of the, and, and Christians sometimes are, I don't know how to even describe Christians, but, uh, um, I remember seeing one in Marsh Grocery, this is a long time ago, um, they, they said to me, cause they, this, they knew this one person was coming, they said, do you let those kind of people come to your church? And that's not nice to say, is it? Huh? But you guys know I'm a great Christian. Right? So I gave them a great Christian response. I looked at the person, I said, you know what? We would even let you come to our church. You know, because we're supposed to love each other and, and, uh, we're supposed to care for each other and we're supposed to have each other's back and look out for each other. It's, it's like this. You've seen these signs in different neighborhoods. You know, there's a neighborhood watch. You know, uh, we look out for each other and we as followers of Jesus should, should look out for each other because we go through stuff and life is hard and, and th- there's things that happen and we need, to, we need to care about each other. Okay. Moving right along here, uh, community. Well, let me tell a story real quick. Another story. Long, long time ago, I was a chaplain at a prison in Dayton. And so I had guys that I discipled, and, and two or three of them got out of prison. They're, they're youth pastors now in different places around the United States. And so so I would go there, and I discipled these guys and helped them grow as a Christian. And uh, I would take stuff and just leave it there. I, I had a 12-string guitar. I just left it there. It's the safest place in the world. In a prison, and, 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 uh, but I remember they, they wanted you, if you walked across the yard or went someplace, once you, they, they give you a radio, it's called a man down radio. And what it means if something happens and you go down, the radio goes off and somebody comes to save you, okay? I never ever wore it. I never had to wear it because I had two or three guys that always went with me that were in my discipleship group and they had my back. And I knew if something went down, I got these guys right here. And, uh, uh, we need to be there for each other. We need, we need to care about each other. The community is God's answer to defeat. Uh, Ecclesiastes says this, if one falls down, his friend can help him up. But every, I'm horrible, Christian. Uh, is there, if one falls down, his friend can help him up. Ecclesiastes 4, 410. I didn't, I, okay, I got the other one there. Go, go to the next one, Pat, next scripture. Is there another one? Yeah. I always think of Mr. T when I read this one. You guys remember who Mr. T is? Okay, I'm sorry. See, I've been up all night, two nights this week. So if one falls down, his friend can help him. But pity the man. Remember Mr. T would say that? Uh, pity the fool, right? Pity the man who falls and no one has helped him up. We need each other. We need someone to have our back to help us when we go through stuff. Okay, sorry about crazy things. I can't help it. Uh, the fourth thing is important. We need We need others to wait and weep with us. Okay? And, and, and you know what I'm talking about, right? 
Life is just, you know, Liz talked about it the other day. She goes, you know what? We just kind of go from one crisis to the next crisis. And that's kind of how life it is. And I guess the older you get, the more crises that you're in. She goes, well, we make it through this one. Like Wednesday, I made it through the one thing. I thought Thursday night, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to read and study and work on my sermon. And boom, the phone calls and there I go. Right? But that, but that, that's just, just a minor thing. Because that happens all the time to me and Mark. Okay? You know, you, you think this is going to happen and then some, something happens in the church and, and, and it goes down. And I've been a preacher for a long, long time, over 50 years. Actually, it's 54 years. And, uh, I've seen it happen all the time here. And, and, and this is the deal. We're not meant to face the crisis of life alone. It's hard. Look at this picture, you know. This guy's sitting in the hospital by himself. We're, we're walking out of the place where my aunt is, is it yesterday? Day before yesterday? Someday, I don't know, we're walking out. There's an elderly woman sitting on the bench outside and she's crying. And she says, my husband is dying and he's in another place and I can't get a hold of him and, and all that stuff. And so Liz just sits down beside her and puts her arm around her and just prays for her. But there she was by herself, an elderly woman, no one else around. We need to face life with other people, right? And, and so we're not meant to go through life alone. And, it, and it's hard. And so we need other people in our life. And that's why we exist as, as a body of Christ to be there. We need people to wait and, and, and weep with us. Uh, Paul said, Peter says this, finally, um, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. Uh, Paul says, Corinthians, if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. And community is, is God's answer to despair. It's important that, that we have people in our life when we, we go through things. And, and Thessalonians, Paul said this, encourage one another and build each other up just as you're doing. We, we need each other because all these things go down. Guys, okay? Still here? Get me a drink of tea. I fix my tea when I come in first here at church, and so I finally found it while I go. It's almost iced tea. Last thing. We need others to witness with us. Okay? And... and uh, the deal is this, uh, you have a life story or a life message, right? That God wants you to share with the world in your life message. Uh, if you don't share it, it, it won't get shared. All of us have a message, okay? Uh, I was talking to a lady, and you've heard me say this a bunch of times, at the hospital. Uh, she was from hospice, and we were talking, and, and she was a Christian. And, 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 I, and I told her this story. I, I, you know, I said, you know, people can argue about the church. It's full of hypocrites and, you know, and all that stuff. And people can argue about the Bible and whether they believe the Bible or not. But people can't argue about your story. They can't argue about what God's done in your life. And, and I always think of the guy in the Bible who was blind and, and Jesus healed him and they drug him in before the people and, and, uh, they said, tell us what, you know, and the guy goes, all I know is I was blind and now I'm, I see. What could they say? And the deal with us, it's your story. And, and we need to share that story, uh, with, with people together. Um, Jesus said this, a new commandment. Well, go, bring up the next thing. I don't think I'm jumping ahead. The best way to do it is by loving people in your life. That's the best way for your story. If they see that you care about other, each other, if you care about people, then they're gonna, they're gonna believe your message. Some people don't believe the message because they don't see the message. Uh, sometimes Christians want to preach the good news, but they're bad news. We're supposed to be good news. 
We're supposed to love people and accept people and, and be there for people. And so the best way is to love people. Jesus said this, a new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. And you guys know that we do so many different kinds of things, like the thing coming up. Uh, Sunday night, we did the pool party. And so, watch, watch this. Pat always makes a little video of something. Pretty cool. We do those things all the time. We just, uh, a few weeks ago, um, fed all the teachers, right? And, and, uh, some of you guys were at that and, uh, just, just demonstrating God's love to people. A lot of times people are afraid to share their story or, or whatever. And, uh, in Timothy it says this, uh, God didn't give us a spirit of, of timidity or fear, but a spirit of love and self-discipline. Um, God's answer to fear is community. We can do stuff together. You know, it's hard to do by yourself. Uh, we, we can do stuff together. In Acts, it says, Every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, ate together with glad and sincere hearts. One of, one of the, the deals about um, you, can, you can be alone in a crowd. You can come here on Sunday morning and, and feel alone. Well, we, we need each other. You know, we need to be connected to each other. We need to be hanging out with each other. I'll show you a picture of some people that hang out with me sometimes. That's some of them, the Motley crew there. Okay. Um, yeah. That's my house church group. We've been together forever. And, and, uh, and I, I was thinking about how, how important it is, uh, to, to be connected to other people. You know, a lot of these people I know better than my own family. You know, um, these people are my family. Um, you go through life together, um, in our group, we, we, we lost Jackie. And that, that was hard to do. Sabina's in our group, and uh, she's actually getting ready for a baby shower today because her daughter's having a baby. Uh, she's the one that greets you back there at the door. We, we You know, we, we lost Jackie. She came to our group. The first time she came to our group, and she was backwards, imagine that, and she sat in the chair. And, and so I tried to pull people into conversation. I looked over, and I said, what do you think, Jackie? She about fell out of her chair because she's going to have to talk. 
she came to our group and, and, uh, uh, Beth Warner, she came to our group. She's in heaven too. And so it's, it's hard to walk through those things, but, but, it, but it's, it's, it's way better if you can do it together because you have each other. You know what I'm saying? So we're not designed to do this by ourselves. Okay. We need to be connected to each other. One of the things we're going to do this fall is start a couple more groups and we'll do a Monday night group again and some other things. So if you've never been connected to other people, it's a good, it's a good thing to do. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mark always ends his by saying he's done. So I didn't learn that part in seminary to say it like that, but I'm done. Let's just bow our heads together. Okay. Lord, we thank you for your love and mercy and your grace. God, I thank you that you've put us together, Lord, in, in this in this place. And so, Lord, uh, thank you for uh, having a family that, that the Bible calls a church. And so, God, help us to live these things out. So I'll wait just a second with our heads bowed. Maybe you're going through something today and you would like prayer. Sometimes we do this and we don't do anything to freak people out. But if you're going through something right now or, or getting ready to go through something and would like prayer... Just stand up, okay? Just just stand up where you're at, if you don't mind. And don't everyone stand up at one time, all right? If you're going through something, just just stand up, okay? We'll wait for a couple seconds, okay? All right? Stay standing. So if you're around this person, you can open your eyes up. If you're around this person, go stick your hands on their shoulder and say a prayer for them. Not out loud prayer, just prayer. Come on, two or three people, find somebody... This is called church. Get up and go do it. Quit messing around. Just lay your hands on them. Put your hands on their shoulders. You don't have to know what's going on with them because you can't fix them anyway, but, but God does. So just, just say a prayer. That's a part of being a, a part of the family. So just pray for them for a second. Lord, I just thank you for these who are standing right now. God, you know what's going on in their life. So, Holy Spirit, we ask you to come right now. Let your mercy come, Lord. Let your healing come, Lord. God, help them just to know that they're your kid, that you love them, Lord, that you have a picture of them in your billfold. Lord, I just pray that you'd bless them right now and, and uh, give them your grace, Lord, and your peace. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for standing and thanks for praying. If you have one of these, grab it and take it out, please. I struggle to get it open myself here. We do this every week. One, because they did it in the New Testament. And two, because Jesus said to do it. Three, it's a family meal. You know, Jesus was with his disciples and they none of them had it together. Now, I don't know anyone in this room that has it together. And you surely know I don't have it together. But we're part of God's family. And this is a reminder of who we are and whose we are. And also that we belong to each other. And it's called communion. Okay? Sounds like community, doesn't it? 
And so we do this together every week to remind us of that. So let's say this prayer together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this remembrance of me. And this is after supper, he took the cup and he said, this cup is the new covenant relationship in my blood. Do this remembrance of me. Paul, writing to the church at Corinth, said, as often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he returns. We remember what Jesus did. We're reminded that we're to do the same. Amen. Let's all stand. Growing up in church sometimes, and we're not going to sing it, but we would sing the song, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds. Anybody ever remember singing that song together? So I, can, I don't remember all the words, so I'm not going to blow it on that one. So let's let's say a prayer. I uh, need some guys to help me, or girls, whoever can help load some of the games on the way out. And Thursday night, be at Anthony Wayne at 5 o'clock. As, as we demonstrate God's love to these kids and this family. So, Lord, just thank you that you demonstrated all for us on the cross. Help us, God, to demonstrate it every day by our lives. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Bless you. Next week we baptize too. Don't forget that.